Chapter Thirty of Nettie and Becky Stubtail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nan Dodge. Nettie and Becky Stubtail by Howard R. Garris. Nettie helps Santa Claus. Only three days more until Christmas. Aren't you glad, Nettie? asked Becky Stubtail, the little girl bear, one morning, as she jumped out of her bed in the clean straw of the cave house where she lived, and ran to the door of her brother's room. Aren't you just glad, Nettie? Glad? Well, I guess I am, answered Nettie, as he tickled himself with a clothespin to make himself laugh. I don't even want to go to school today, I'm so happy. Oh, but I suppose we do have to go, spoke Becky, but maybe we'll get out early. Just then, from the kitchen came a call. Hurry, Nettie, Becky, breakfast is ready. Come and get your griddle cakes with honey on. Then Becky and Nettie, the little bear children, hurried downstairs. Soon they were eating their breakfast. Their papa, Mr. Stubtail, the old bear gentleman, had had his breakfast some time ago and gone to work. Uncle Wigwag, the gentleman bear, who was always playing tricks and cracking jokes, as a squirrel cracks nuts, was sitting in a corner trying to think of something new to do to make Aunt Piffy, the fat lady bear, laugh. Mr. Whitewash, the polar bear gentleman, was out in the yard looking for a fresh cake of ice to sit on while he read the morning paper. Pretty soon Nettie and Becky started for their classes. They had on their fur coats, for it was rather cold, you see. And in a little while, when the bear children were almost at school, and had met Tommy and Joey and Cat, the kitten children, in their red mittens and rubber boots, it began to snow. Oh, how nice, cried Becky, jumping about. It's just fine, exclaimed Nettie. I always like it to snow around Christmas, for I'm going to get a new sled. And I'm going to have a pair of skates, said Tommy Cat. At least I asked Santa Claus for them, and I hope he brings them, and also some ice so I can use them. Mr. Whitewash will lend you his cake of ice to skate on if the pond doesn't freeze, said Nettie. And then the school bell rang, and the animal children had to hurry on so they would not be late. Such fun as they had in school that day. It was so near Christmas that the professor-teacher was not very strict, and when the children missed their lessons, he gave them another chance. And the professor let Becky draw a picture of Santa Claus on the blackboard with a red cap and fur on the coat and a big pack on his back. I mean, Santa Claus had all these things on, though of course the blackboard had also after Becky got through drawing. Well, when school was out, Nettie and Becky ran home with the rest of the animal children, but all of a sudden, as the little bear boy came to the old hollow stump, where Billy the bullfrog used to give jumping lessons in summer, Nettie happened to think that he had left his reading book in school. I'll run back and get it, he said. You go on, Becky, and I'll soon catch up to you. But Nettie Stubtail didn't come back as soon as he thought he would. For when he got to the school, he found that a little mouse boy had taken the reading book down a rat hole to look at the pictures, and by the time Nettie got his book back, it was quite late and growing dark. 
"'But I'm not afraid,' said Neddy, as he hurried toward home with the book under his paw. On and on he went through the wood. It became darker and darker. Neddy began to whistle, so he could not hear any rustling in the bushes. For when the bushes rustled, he imagined it might be the skillery-scalery alligator, or maybe a bad wolf after him. But nothing like that took place, and soon Neddy was almost home. Then all of a sudden something did happen. Just as he was passing under a big oak tree, with the brown leaves on it shaking in the wind, the little bear boy heard a buzzing sound, and then a crash and a bang and a rattle, and someone cried, Oh dear, now I have gone and done it. Oh my, yes, and some reindeer lollipops besides. Oh, what am I going to do now? I'm not half my work done. Neddy crouched down under the bushes. He knew well enough that something had happened up in the oak tree. What it was, he could not tell. But if it's a giant or a bad elephant or a flying eagle trying to get me, they shan't, exclaimed Neddy. Then he heard the voice crying again. Help, help, is there anybody around to help me? I'm stuck in the tree. Ha! exclaimed Neddy to himself. He's only saying that to fool me. I believe that's the skillery scalery alligator sailing around in a balloon looking for me. But he shan't find me. I'll hide here until he goes away. So Neddy got farther under the bush, and then the voice cried again, Help, help, please help me. Then some bells jingled, and Neddy heard a song that went something like this. Won't you please come to help me? I am caught fast in a tree. Christmas time will soon be here, but I'll sure be late this year, unless someone comes quickly and gets me loose from out this tree. Hearing that nice song, Neddy wasn't afraid any more. He opened his ears as wide as he could and listened. He opened his eyes as wide as he could and looked up. Then he saw a strange sight. Caught fast in the tree was an airship. You know what they are, a sort of flying balloon, like a toy circus one, only larger. And in the airship was a nice old gentleman with a red coat and long white whiskers. And beside him in the airship was a big bag just filled to the top with sleds and dolls and rocking horses and cradles and steam engines and toy motor boats and skates and jumping jacks, and oh, I couldn't begin to tell you what was in it. Neddy knew right away who was in trouble. You're Santa Claus, aren't you? he asked, as he came out from under the bush. That's who I am, answered the old gentleman. I was flying down here from the North Pole in my airship when I got caught in the tree. I'm stuck fast and I can't get out, and I don't know what to do. Can you find someone to help me? I will help you myself, said Neddy bravely and kindly. Then, laying down his school books, he climbed the tree, sticking in the bark, his sharp claws, as he had learned to do from George, the tame trained bear, who went around with the professor. Soon Neddy was at the top of the tree. Then he broke off the branches that held fast Santa's airship, and dear old St. Nicholas could travel on again with his bag of good things for Christmas. Off through the air sailed Santa Claus, and as Neddy climbed down the tree, 
After having helped the nice old gentleman, a voice called, I'll see you soon again, Nettie, but don't tell anybody you saw me, for it's a secret. I won't, said Nettie, and he didn't. Then the little bear boy hurried on home, and he had honey cakes for supper, and he never said a word about Santa Claus. And on the next page, if the umbrella doesn't climb up the hat tree and pick off all the breakfast oranges, I'll tell you about Nettie and Becky in the chimney. End of chapter 30